All right, Thursday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. As always, be blessed abundantly in Jesus' mighty name. Pressing towards a 1,000 tonight. Let's get there if we possibly can. We want to actually try to break a record when Will's here because we've never broken a record <laughs> with Will actually here. So we're trying to not have a tech problem because we always have tech problems when Will is here. And we never break we never break records when Will's here. So we're trying to we're trying to break the curse tonight. So like and share, like and share, like and share. Trying to get to a thousand on Rumble or even just a thousand total views. We fell uh, or viewer live viewers, we fell seven short uh, about what a week and a half ago. Yeah. At nine ninety three, I believe it was. So yep. Trying to get there. So help me get there tonight. Everybody switch over to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform because there is no other free speech streaming platform that does live videos except for Rumble. A couple things off the pregame. First on the border, you just have to marvel at the end, what I call the NGO hotel that you're paying for that you're not allowed to have access to. <laughs> so you have, an N- you have a hotel that's been renovated or a building that's been renovated into a, a migrant condominium in the migrant housing, it's kind of nice. Notice that it's probably more secure than a lot of houses that a lot of people that Americans are living in. And the very people that paid probably for the million-dollar uh, upgrade, the million-dollar uh, rebuild on that on that building, that hotel, whatever it is, we're not allowed to have access to it. And you have the NG- person who's running that NGO telling the reporter to get out. You're not allowed to have access, not allowed to talk to anybody, nothing. It's weird, isn't it? It's almost as if they're trying to sequester an army inside the United States of America. It's almost like that, isn't it? They're like, Tom, what if that none of that ends up being true? Well, I hope it isn't true, but it's almost like they're trying to house an army inside the United States. 169 different countries represented illegally invading our, our, our southern border since the Biden administration took over. Many, most, if not all, if you watch the videos that we put out, you're looking at about a 90% rate. A lot of the videos, 100% rate. But just to be fair, 90% rate military age men population of those illegally invading our border. They are not immigrants. Everyone needs to stop saying that this is an immigration problem. It is, an immigration problem would be, you know, we are allowing too many people to legally immigrate. That is an immigration problem. Immigration in and of itself is a legal term. You are immigrating here. That means that means that you are legally entering the country. There really is no such thing as illegal immigration. You're either immigrating or you're invading. You're either immigrating or you're breaking laws. It really is that simple. And we all we all and, and of course Democrats they, they try to frame it as everybody's a migrant, just like they do with everything. Nothing's a crime anymore. Everybody's a migrant. Whatever, I mean, it's blurring the lines. There are no sexes, all the different things. So I just, I, I found that video to be fascinating that we pay to remodel a hotel or a building and then we're not allowed to have any access to it. That's weird, isn't it? And I love what, what Abbott said. Abbott's been really great. Got to give Abbott credit for all of 2023 and all of 2024 so far, so far. He's done a great job. Listen, when some of these COVID caving governors like he was do good things, you have to acknowledge it or you just come out looking like a putz. But, of course, I don't welcome them into the fold unless they repent of their evil ways, masking and telling everyone to stand six feet apart and locking their businesses down. But, you know, Abbott's doing a good job on the border. Namely, you know, an Eagle Pass with the, with the you know, federal lawsuit that was brought against them by the Biden administration, actually won by the Biden administration, but actually they, after they won the lawsuit, still didn't do anything about it. That's a great, that's a big win. There's a lawsuit that was won in the Supreme Court because our conservative 
Supreme Court justice sided with the Biden administration. I think it was uh, it was um, Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh, I believe. But don't hold me to that. I'm not for sure. I can't remember now. But he actually he actually lost the lawsuit to the Biden administration. But even when they lost, even when the when the Biden administration won, they didn't go in and take down the razor wire. That's weird, isn't it? And again, just bringing this up, you have the you have Eagle Pass, Texas, Shelby Park, where they went from three thousand illegals per day. I mean, think about that. If it was three thousand illegals per day. For our entire country, that would be bad. Would everybody agree? <laughs> 3,000 illegals per day. Aaron, find out. What's 3,000 3, 3, times 365? Just, just put it up for me. Just shout it out to me. One, one, over a million, almost 1.1 million. 1.1 million a year. That's, yep. that's going through Eagle Pass alone. Yeah. Anybody imagine that? And Eagle Pass has been shut down from 3,000 to zero. Zero people now come through Shelby Park, Eagle Pass. That's, that's a pretty good job. How? Multi-billion dollar wall. And I'm all in favor of the multi-billion dollar wall. Cost eight billion to build the wall. That's it, and we're sending uh, two hundred billion to Ukraine to secure their borders, and won't spend eight billion to secure ours. But you don't need eight billion. I don't think you need more than about a hundred million. All you got to do is put down razor wire. Ain't nobody getting through razor wire. I know you've heard that diatribe before. But what I really liked what Abbott said was, "You double down." You listen. Everyone needs to stop apologizing, if, unless you were wrong. I mean, wrong, and you're sorry for what you said. Everyone needs to stop apologizing to assuage the left-wing Gervel's Pravda media. Double down. It's like he said, you know what? The only person to secure the border is Donald J. Trump. Can't wait for him to be back in office, secure the border again. And until then, I will continue to bus, bus after freaking bus, this is my own words now, after freaking bus, after freaking bus, to sanctuary cities. Everybody saw Eric Adams' little speech? Eric Adams is now trying to pull New York out of being a sanctuary city. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's working, and we're winning. Yeah, Chicago is overrun. Their own citizens, black Americans inside of Chicago, are turning on the very person, Brandon Johnson, that they elected. We are winning. It may not appear that way because we don't own the media, the mainstream media, although, although that's changing too, because who watches them either anyway? Yeah. So maybe we do own the media at this point. I mean, Dan Bunch, you know, had 118,000 people watching him live today. I mean, maybe we do own the media. And he has upwards of 130,000 watching him live on a regular basis. So maybe we do. And some of you just caught this. I, I, I almost sent this to Aaron to put a little Chiron on the bottom of it. I hope you caught what Kamala Harris was saying on the pregame. I probably should have used it as a, as a main game slide, but I didn't. Well, she's talking about the Democratic Party is recruiting students nationwide, college students, under their work studies program, which comes right out of like Stalin's work camps. Their work studies program to go and register vote, register voters. So I, Couple layers on this. You and I pay in our taxes somewhere between, uh, oh yeah, play it, Aaron. Work study program now allows students to get paid through federal work study to register people um, and to be nonpartisan poll workers. As we know, this. So they're going to be nonpartisan poll workers. Those are the ones that the Biden administration is going to be paying to go out. Now, now, of course, most students in universities are liberals. <laughs> yeah. So we know that. But they're going to be nonpartisan poll workers. <laughs> now, everything a Democrat says is the mirrored truth. That means the exact opposite. Everything a Democrat. So when they say non-biased, when they say anti-fascism, they're pro-fascism. When they say non-biased, they mean extremely biased. When they say safe and effective, they mean deadly and ineffective. It's, it, that is the way that it is. When they say misinformation, it means truth. 
When they say lies, it means truth. So she's going to pay people to register in a nonpartisan, non-biased fashion to <laughs> register voters. So now you and I get screwed again. Yeah. Because you and I are paying for these universities. And in some ways, even paying for their large endowments because the endowments are given for tax breaks. It's like Harvard's sitting on, I can't remember how many billions of dollars Harvard is sitting on right now. Not millions, billions. And, and Kamala Harris says a work studies. Funny, they weren't doing this in 2023. They weren't doing it in 2022 or 2021 or, 20, or 2020. Now, or 2020 was us, but now suddenly in 2024, just like Joe Biden never went to, Pal uh, to Palestine, Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio. He never went there until 2024. Um, he's now at the border for the first time in his life in 2024. And now the Biden administration is going to pay students to register Democratic voters. In other words, they're now going to, we, you and I, through our tax dollars, are going to pay the Democratic Party to harvest votes. Isn't that fantastic? Last thing on the pregame. And Aaron caught this, and, and I didn't catch the number. Harvard University, $50 billion endowment. $50 billion of an endowment. Jeez. And all they're doing through their medical school is churning out the left hard doctors that are still masked in 2024 and are whoring masks and vaccines as we speak. Oh, Tom, that doesn't have Listen, I, I promise you, if you watch as much video as I watch, when some of you do, some of you don't, some of you have more of a life than I do and you don't have time to do it, but I have time to do it, so I do. I mean, I'm prepping for the podcast. Basically, like you had, you had Shia Raychek interviewing Taylor Lorenz, the New York, the, the uh, Washington Post columnist, Washington Post Nazi, and she's N95 in an open street restaurant. <laughs> I mean, she's at a, an open air, open air restaurant on a street, N95'd up, and it's it was like three or four days ago the interview took place. What's the date today, Aaron? 29th? Yeah. So it's like the 25th of February, 2024. And, and Taylor Lorenz is still wearing a mask because it's a sign of allegiance. So nothing to do with it. It's saying, I'm on the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist side. If you and I were wearing masks, she'd be anti-mask. These are rudderless, principleless people. But this is an interesting thing coming out of uh, Michigan. It's old news for some of you. Maybe for most of you, but I just love the actual numbers. So Trump throttles Nikki Haley, who's, again, claiming victory in Michigan. I mean, you can't be any more of a leftist. She lost by over 40 points. She lost by 40 points. She lost her own home state. She was a <laughs> twice-elected governor of South Carolina and lost by over 20 points. <laughs> and she just lost by 40 points in Michigan, and she claims that it's a victory. She is the embodiment of what I tell you about when it comes to the false synergistic tension inside of Washington, D.C. She's a globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitist masquerading as a right-winger so she can take a right-wing position and occupy the right-wing position while ushering forward the left leftist narrative and agenda. Campaigning at home as a right-winger, legislating as a left-winger. That's what's going on inside the Republican Party. And they hold those positions because it's only 435 House seats, one president, 100 senators. So if they, if they occupy red district seats with rhino Republicans, they actually have Democrats in our seats, which is happening everywhere. I played that. I played it out of Wyoming. 
where Wyoming just voted for Wyoming. You honestly think that the there's only like uh, like 900,000 people live in Wyoming. It's like one of the, I think it's the smallest populous state in the country. Do you think those 900,000 people voted for their state legislature to fund trans surgeries for minors? To lop off penises, lop off breasts, lop off testicles for minors? No, but they just passed it. But it's because they're just fake Republicans occupying sure Republican seats, campaigning in front of people as right-wingers, legislating as left-wingers. You're like, Tom, but they do pass some right-wing things. They have to pass some, otherwise you and I would get a clue i.e. The, the Mitch McConnells of the world and Lindsey Graham's. They'll pontificate, and Mitch McConnell, to his credit, did a good job getting judges in. He has to. Otherwise, he would be removed. He's not going to be He's not gonna be reelected in, in uh, Kentucky. It's amazing to me that Andy Bashir is still the governor of Kentucky. Can't believe that, but he wouldn't be elected in his district. Well, it's not district state right race in Kentucky. He would not be elected if he didn't do that. So he knows he, so occasionally they, they have to pass or they have to speak Conservative things, or yeah. they're not, or or the gig is up. The curtain's lifted. But they occupy those seats, so then we put, don't put legitimate conservatives in, in in those seats that are ours. They're ours. They'll be ours in perpetuity. But they end up holding on them onto them for decades and decades. Mitch McConnell has been in office for fifty plus years. And by the way, that shouldn't be the case either. But back to the Michigan thing. So. Joe Biden is running. There's other like Democrats on their ticket or whatever. Nobody's ever heard of. But get this. So Joe Biden won his primary in Michigan. But 16% of Michigan's voted. What was it? Uncommitted? Yeah. Is that the term? Uncommitted. Uncommitted. (laughs) 16%. That's huge. Aaron found the number. It was 100,000 Democrats in Michigan. 100,000 Democrats voted uncommitted instead of Joe Biden. We're winning. 100,000. That's 16%. That's, I mean, listen, if you win an election by 16%, that's a huge margin. Yeah. And you have six, I mean, these people left their jobs, left their kids, left their house, whatever it is, went into a polling station, interrupted their entire day, and went out of their way to vote uncommitted (laughs) for Joe Biden because he's that inept. And he's that grotesque. And you saw the video of him and Trump arriving at the border. Big, big difference. All right, let's get on with the show here. FBI tweet. I had to show you this. Of course, this is the stuff that riles me up the most. Well, not maybe not the most, second most after vaccines. <laughs> the FBI malfeasance. This is what the FBI put out. And this was yesterday. So everybody knows. Everybody, you ever wonder what the problem is in the inner cities? It's white, it's white women approximately 20 years of age. Mm. <laughs> Didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. I, mean, I know. I just want you to know. Vicious thieves. I mean, in contradiction <laughs> to all evidence, all evidence, which I'm going to show you in a minute, in contradiction to all evidence, the FBI says that white women about 20 years of age are the cause of all the problems in the inner cities. Higher prices, dangerous products, and closing businesses. These are just some of the impacts Organized retail theft by those girls. <laughs> EFP, this is, I didn't, Aaron, did you fix this slide? Nope. I didn't either. This is there. This the FBI put this out. Yeah. You can pull it up right now. It's on Twitter. Type right now, Twitter. Put it on there, X, whatever. So they put this out. They haven't taken it down. This is the problem. 
These are, the da- these are just some of the impacts of organized retail theft has on everyday Americans by these 20-year-old white females. <laughs> they, I mean, of course, they're the ones in all the videos. Uh, no, and you can call me a racist all you want. If you ask me who is, who is it that commits the most serial murders, um, that would be trans people or mass, uh, mass, mass shootings. That'd be trans people. Serial mur- murders are usually a white guy. Mm-hmm. But the, all the videos are showing that the mass looting is being done primarily by black Americans. Yeah. Sorry if you, that, does that make me a racist? That makes me a racist as much as saying I want to close the border. Well, you're a racist if you say you want to close the border. Who am I racist against? 169 nationalities illegally crossed the border under the Biden administration. Highest amount of terrorists ever have crossed our border. Documented 169 in one year. So we got that under Trump. It was three to five per year crossing on the terrorist watch list. Now, Biden topped out at 169 in one year. And by the way, the new number coming out of the southern border is no longer my 12,000 illegal invaders per day are crossing the southern border. It's now 15 per day. 15,000 per day are now crossing illegally through the southern border to go to hotels that you paid to reconstruct, that you paid to remodel and are not allowed to have access to. But this is the cause of all all the problems. Learn what the FBI does to combat these crimes on the federal level to protect shoppers across the country from these girls. I mean, I'm terrified of them. Are you guys? You guys are terrified. I'm terrified of these girls. So are they the problem? So you know what I did? was we have a giant archive here. I mean, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of videos. A lot of our stuff, we have a got a private Telegram account. So I just went and ra- ra- raided the Telegram account, and I couldn't find any white girls doing it. No. I have seen some Hispanic women doing it, and I'm sure there are white women that do it. I just couldn't find any. But if you're going to say, what is the problem? Again, it's got nothing to do with race. It has to do with truth. It, now, I guess now with what's it called? Genesis? Is that, no, Gemini. Gemini or whatever. Yeah, Gemini. Gemini. Yep. The uh, Google AI. Google AI. Thank you, Aaron. I got to have Aaron here for translation. Yep. <laughs> um, I guess if you type in KKK now on Gemini, it's going to come out with black people in it. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, because I mean, if you type in anything, you know, so you're like, Tom, you're racist. You're, it's nothing to do with race. I, I don't care. Honestly, which, of course, that makes me racist. You say you're colorblind, you're racist. Right, right. I could care less. I, I honestly could care less. I don't care if my son and my daughter married a black man or a black woman. I don't care. I, I could care less. I don't care the color of the people that work for me. I don't care. I've only got five or six people that work for me. I'm just saying. I don't care what color they are. I don't care. But what I do care about is the truth. The truth is that the KKK was made up of white men who were Democrats. Yep. That's the truth. The KKK did burn crosses on people's yards and did kill people. And they were all white guys who were Democrats. That's truth. That's truth. There we go. Slave owners in America were almost always whites. The people who sold the slaves to the white guys were other black people. Those are all facts. Despite what Roots says, <laughs> the movie. So here's the thing. So the FBI says this is the problem right here. White, they look 19 to 25. So we'll just say white 20, 20 to 25 year old females are the ones who are causing higher prices, dangerous products, and closing businesses. They, they are the, this is the organized retail theft right here. Two white chicks. <laughs> so is that the case? 
All right, let's go. Well, we're going to run these one right after another. We're going to cut some of them short. Graham Allen video to launch it. Are they? Is that the truth? Play for me, Will. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everybody must eat. 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 Everybody Looks great. Hold on. Come on, come here, Zoe. What's up, guys? And again, it has nothing to do with race. Show me the videos. If the FBI, which says the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, Joe Biden says the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, then send me videos of the white supremacist terrorists terrorizing America. If the trans community says that there's a genocide going on of trans people, send me pictures of the bodies and the white supremacist terrorism terrorists killing the trans people. Show me one video of any white person or any black person terrorizing a trans person. Please show me any videos. It's all lies. It's all Goebbels propaganda. And my point is it's, got, it's nothing to do with race. It has to do with what's true. If the FBI is going to say organized retail theft, or the, what should the picture have been? He should have screenshotted any of the videos that I just showed because those are happening a hundo times a day. 
I could do an entire show. I could run our entire 90 minutes of fury just on those videos. <laughs> Cut in 10 second, 10 second increments, and we could have run them for a 90 straight minutes. There's so many of those videos out there, and not one of them are 20 to 25-year-old white girls doing organized retail thefts. Do, or, do white chicks steal? Yes, white men steal, black men steal, Hispanic men steal, Hispanic women, everybody steals. It's not the point. But if you're going to say you have a systemic retail theft, organized, organized retail theft problem, if you're going to say that, then you ought to illustrate the proper demographic or don't do a demographic at all. They could have just not done a demographic at all. They could have not. They could have done no graphic at all. Instead, they are propagating again, just like the Gemini AI system for Google, propagating a myth. In other words, and that's a nice way of saying you're a bull-faced, demonic liar. That's the FBI, and those are, those are the people that are persecuting via lawfare Donald J. Trump. All right, Johnny Maga video. I want to show you this. This is a cabal. Just call this the uh, cabal media. Uh, video. Neil Cavuto. Neil Cavuto. I'll, I'll let it speak for itself. He interrupts this live news broadcast so that he can give us his opinion. Play for me. 54 miles. All right, we'll continue to monitor this. Uh, just one slight thing I just wanted to add because when you hear it and you heard it from Donald Trump about the 2020 election and it got millions of more votes, in fact, he did get millions of more votes, he still lost. Uh, that election. That is not in doubt anymore. That's not being debated anymore. Uh, but but I, I, I didn't want to get. So Neil Cavuto, again, now he is he is the embodiment of the Republican Party. He's not a right winger. He's not a conservative. He's a leftist. Most of the Republican Party that are not MAGA are leftists. They're not even they're not even middle of the road people. They're not moderates. They are leftists. He is a leftist who occasionally acts like a right-winger so he can hold that position. Of course, the Murdochs will keep him anyway, I'm just saying, so that he can hold that position so we don't put a legitimate conservative in his place. He has to, again, feed the sharks every now and then. But he actually interrupts a live broadcast. Of course, I mean, his whole show's live, but they are showing a live news feed from Eagle Pass, Texas. Then, by the way, where they trotted oatmeal brains around, credit Bongino on the oatmeal brains, where they were trodden Biden around? That's a that, that's a closed off area. They made sure they went they went to a very sanitized area for Joe Biden. But anyway, Neil Cavuto jumps in and says Donald Trump keeps saying that he won the election. Now let's ask ourselves. So Neil Cavuto says, which is not true. Is that statement which is not true true? How would he know? Has Neil Cavuto ever looked into anything? We know that we have sixty six thousand. Illegal ballots that were counted in the state, Georgia, that Trump lost by 11,000. And all 66,000 went for Joe Biden. We know that. Illegal ballots that, of course, I don't have time to get into it. Raffensperger colluded with Perkins Coie, Mark Elias, to make it all happen. The Republicans, the Republican Secretary of State of the state of Georgia. He's not a Republican. All of us need to stop voting for the Raffensburgers. Like, just in Florida, as an example, somebody needs to run against Rubio. Rubio's a gelding. Rubio's a leftist. Tom, no, he says right-wing things. He votes pro-life, but he never enacts anything pro-life. He does that just to stay in office. He occupies a seat that a legitimate conservative could be in. We only have an opportunity, 100 seats. He occupies one with the facade of conservatism. He must be voted out. But Neil Cavuto's another one. Now, you, of course, if you're going to have Hitler, you got to have a Cavuto, I mean, or a Goebbels. 
That was on purpose. <laughs> so he comes, interrupts, and he says, you know, we just want to say that Donald Trump did not win the election. See what's happened in this, and again, I don't, I don't want to spend this much time on it, but this has to do with them losing the lawsuit. They didn't lose the lawsuit. They settled. They would have beaten Dominion in the lawsuit. In order for Dominion to beat them in the lawsuit, you would have to eradicate all editorial sections of news programs and newspapers forever. What do you mean, Tom? Well, Dominion, the reason why they settled for 700 and something million dollars with Dominion was because they had guests on shows espousing that Dominion systems were corrupted. That's all. So now you can know, if, if I interview somebody on the TLP, if I bring somebody on here, I will, I'm now liable for their defamation because I'm asking their opinion. How are you ever going to interview somebody? Does that make sense, Aaron? Yeah. How are you ever going to interview somebody again? If you can't ask them, um, sir, what happened with the shooting? Uh, well, five people were shot. Turns out three people were shot. So he gets sued for lying, for defamation. They had guests, not one Fox News host, not Hannity, not Ingram, not even Tucker at the time. Not one of them espoused that Dominion was corrupted. Not one of them. They had guests on their shows that did. Yep. How are you ever going to be the news? How are you going to have an editorial section in the New York Times? What these left tards don't realize is they are destroying themselves. It's just like the idiots in Congress and the idiots in the Senate continuing never to address our national debt as if our de-dollarization and our devaluing of the dollar and mass hyperinflation is not going to affect their families. You realize that if you're a multi-multi-billionaire, that your billions will turn into thousands? And if you're a thousandaire, your thousands will turn into ones? It's going to affect you just as much as it affects me. But they don't get it. And so they, they, the Vox basically went in and chopped their own nuts off. And everybody else in the, in the left hearts, oh, yay, yay, this is great. Okay, well, just enjoy it in the future when you're interviewing somebody and what they said during the interview you're held accountable for. How are we ever going to have? How are we ever going to have discussions? Oh, wait a minute, Tom. That's the plan. Yes. Yep. Exactly. That's the plan. And there goes Cavuto. We just want to. I mean, I, I just want. I just. I just had to interject one thing. No, you know what, Neil? Take your injections and jam them. Inject them up your own rear end with prejudice. I just want to interject that Donald Trump did not. He keeps espousing that he won the election by many. He did. 17,000 dead people voted in Michigan. A lot of the, I don't usually like the dead people stuff because it's not overly documented. It's kind of a joke. Ends up being one to 2,000 votes, which is a lot, but one to 2,000 votes for state, depending on the size, size of the state. But in Michigan, it has now been proven, of course, you had the mass voter registration scam, which I don't have time to get into, that Whitmer covered up, Dana Nessel, her AG covered up, handed over to the FBI. They ended up the FBI so that nobody would cover it up, and the FBI covered it up. Because I mean, you're talking, and then all these people, Whitmer, Dana Nessel, and whatever FBI agent, agents, and, and special agents, whoever it was that covered up, they all need to go to federal prison when we run the DOJ because they're all lied under oath. Facts, facts. It's like Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade need to go to prison and be disbarred for lying under oath. There you go. So Neil Cavoto makes this interjection. And says Donald Trump didn't win. 17,000 has now been confirmed absolutely indisputable, irrefutable not, uh, in data that 17 plus thousand dead people voted in Michigan. Absolutely true. It is not, it is, it is beyond dispute, beyond argument 
The Wisconsin Supreme Court has deemed their own election illegal for 2020. And Neil Cavuto, little fat turd that he is, eight times vaccinated moron, comes on. You couldn't be. I mean, these little cuck boys, and I know that cuck is a kind of a bad thing. I get it, but I don't know any other. It's almost like, you know, there's some things that there is no other term to use. Yeah. I don't know if you can think of a, a gelding is something that comes up, but these little fat tub geldings and, and cuck boys like Neil Cavuto who have absolutely no balls. They stand up for nothing ever. I just can't stand men like that. They're disgusting little pigs. Hey, Neil, what, tell every, wear a mask and tell everyone to wear a mask. Okay, I will. Yeah. Hey, Neil, here's your talking points. Okay, I'll say them. You know what talking points I have? None. I write my own. And they're not even talking points. They're just, these are the slides. These are the, these are the tweets. That's it. Yeah. You know, you know who, where, where I get my messages on Sunday morning? And we have about, we had 600 people watching live, 900 to 1,000 inside the building. Yeah. So like 1,600 people watching roughly on Sunday morning, either in the building or out. You know where I get my messages? I get them from God. I pray to, pray to God, ask for the messages. And they are hard-hitting because you, know you know what God is? He's the Word of God. Yep. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's speaking of Jesus in John chapter 1, verse 1. I don't get my messages from somebody else. But Cavuto's a little cuck boy, a little bent over. He's not even an ankle grabber. You got Listen, ankle grabbers are bad enough. Then you got the butt cheek, butt spreading grabbers. <laughs> You got the people that grab their ankles, and that, that gives a lot of access. <laughs> then you got the people who bend over and grab each butt, butt cheek and spread them wide. That's Cavuto. Just getting, just getting railed by the globalist left. And he likes it. As long as he gets paid, he likes it. That's right. I can spend all night on Cavuto, but I'm not going to do that to you. All right, let me go on to Cabal Food. That's Cabal Media, Cabal Food now. I'm no angel video. As a global, uh, I'm no angel video. As a globalist war on traditional meat and agriculture gather, uh, ga gathers pace, the paid propagandists of the mainstream media have already started priming incoming techno feudal peasant class for their new food. Here it is. Play it for me. Only 90% of Americans eat meat as a part of their diet. But earlier this year, the Agriculture Department approved production of what's known as cultivated meat, that is chicken grown in a lab. That approval clears the way for companies to begin selling poultry produced from animal cells rather than animals bred in factory farms and killed. William Brangham gives us a taste of what the future could hold. At the Good Meat Plant in Alameda, California, Chef Nate Park is putting the finishing touches on a dish that is seemingly pulled right out of science fiction. A lot of people don't know what this is, um, so there's a tendency to maybe back away because they don't know what it is, but I think once they understand what it is and that it's just chicken and that it's delicious, it'll be very easy for everyone to get on board. Getting people comfortable with the idea of cultivated chicken is at the heart of operations here at Good Meat. It's one of two companies now federally approved to make it. That's a great company name, isn't it? Hey, where do you buy your products? Good meat? That's a great company. The Agricultural Department of the Biden administration has approved now these facilities <laughs> for lab-made meat, just like they made a lab-made virus for everybody in 2020 that was released in 2019, right? We have that. Just that's, that's fantastic. Now, here's the next thing, Alex Jones' tweet. In case you don't think this is real, well, it is all real. 
It's all about leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. For those of you that watch this show all the time, you can quote that by heart, I'm sure. That's what this is all about. They want to control your food. They want to control your travel. They want to control your vote. They want to control your fuel usage. They want to control whether you have a firearm or not. They want to control everything. If they can control your food, how are they going to control your food? Because if your only option is lab-made meat called good meat. <laughs> Aaron's laughing. So gross. You know, good meat. I mean, it's just like, it's. I mean, literally, it sounds like a porn title. Oh. <laughs> for Neil Cavuto. Yeah, for Neil Cavuto. That's Neil Cavuto porn, good meat. <laughs> so if your only option is their good meat, their lab meat, then they can cut you off from all protein. What are they, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Well, what are they trying to get rid of? Well, let's look, Alex Jones. New York uh, AG, here she is again. Soros bought and paid for through Act Blue. AG Letitia James files lawsuits against, a lawsuit against world's largest beef producer for misleading public about its impact on climate. Now, let's look at this. Leave this up for me now. <laughs> what is she suing Donald Trump over? Fraud when there is no victim. What victim is there here? Has anybody gone to Letitia James and said, I feel misled? No, but she does it anyway. You're like, Tom, that is not lawful. Again, it comes down to you can do anything you want in a blue jurisdiction. They can accuse you of theft without the rudimentary elements of theft. They can accuse you of theft when you didn't steal. They can accuse you of knowingly trespassing on 1-6 when they took the barriers down and you can't possibly have known that you trespassed because who's going to hold them back? Nobody's going to hold them back. There's no backstop. There's no accountability. Blue judge, blue jury, blue grand jury, blue appellate court, blue jurisdiction, blue prosecutors. Who's going to hold them accountable? She's just making this up out of thin air mislead the public so she's now going to try to do to the number one number what is it number world's largest the number one beef uh, producer in america she's going to try to do the exact same thing to them that she just did to donald trump donald trump cannot conduct business in nyc for three years maybe the entire state i'm not sure but for sure in new york city for three years so she's now going to try to do that to this beef company using the same argument she did against donald trump isn't it the same they misled the public. Donald Trump misled his lenders. Yep. Did he mislead them? No. He didn't mislead anybody. There's no fraud, no complainant, no victim. Yep. None. And they all come, they even came to the trial in front of pervert Engeron. They all came to the trial. Deutsche Bank, maybe it was Deutsche Bank. I can't remember what the bank was. Testified under freaking oath. We would love to do business with them again. Yeah, it was Deutsche. Deutsche Bank. Yeah, yep. it was Deutsche Bank. Yep. Testified under oath, we would he paid back everything with interest. We made hundreds of millions. Thank you, Donald. We love to do business with you again. And the very client that they're talking about, Donald J. Trump, just got fined four hundred million dollars. And that's the testimony of his alleged victim. And there wasn't a victim because they never claimed to be a victim. It's the same exact thing. They do the exact same thing every time. New York City is a cesspool disgusting cesspool. If you live there and you are a red person, you're nuts. I don't even care anymore. You need to get out. 
If you're a business owner there, this woman will come after you. And she won't just shut down your business. She'll bankrupt you for life. Because you misled somebody. Say you sold your house and you're a right-wing Republican. Say you're just a right-wing Republican activist. And you sold your house. And you told the person, you know, my house is, think about it, it is this simple. My house is on the market for $450,000, but it got bought for four seventeen. dollars You misled the public. Mm. You committed fraud, but the person who bought it didn't care. And that's what I thought it was worth. Same thing Donald Trump did. Exact same thing. Now she's going to do the same thing to the meat company. Now, I'm just saying this as a possible, something that could possibly happen. Possible scenario, worst, worst case scenario, that's what I was thinking of. Worst case scenario, she shuts down this company. That's what they want to do. She's an operative for George Soros. Tom, that's right-wing conspiracy theory. He put her in office. He paid for her election, just like he did for Alvin Bragg, who's also prosecuting Donald Trump. And weird, isn't it? So she, what Soros wants is to leverage, he's part of it from the World Economic Forum, Soros, the globalist left-hearts, all of them want to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point to all commerce controlled by them. They shut your phone off. They shut your communications off. They shut your vote off. They shut your commerce off. They shut your credit off. They shut your CBDC off. They shut your social credit system down. They shut down your passport, all with the flip of the switch. If, so Letitia James wants to take away your ability to buy food and make you dependent on this new company called, just as an example, Good Meat, that's lab-grown meat. They don't like you, you don't get to buy it. You don't, have, you don't have your eight vaccinations. I mean, I want you to think about this. We've gone from, I believe it was nine vaccinations to 57 for kids now. That's where we're at. That's not an exaggeration, by the way. The only thing that could possibly be an exaggeration is the nine. 57 is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. We, we have gone from nine vaccinations to 57 for our kids, I believe, in their first two to three years. Why? So that there is check marks to entrance through the, to the commerce system. You have got to meet the requirements. And the data is coming out about vaccinated kids. They're far less healthy than unvaccinated kids. The, the whack jobs, the wing nuts like me who don't get their kids vaccinated, our kids are far more healthy than their kids. Thank you. Yep. All right, go to the next one. We will breaking 9-11 video. So don't worry. Letitia James is going to take away all your meat. You have a lab meat option if you have a vaccine passport or a global pass, health pass. But don't worry, Gary Pilnick, another great name, CEO of Kellogg's, he's got the solution for you. Play it for me. The cereal category has always been quite affordable and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. So some of the things that we're doing is first messaging, we gotta reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal, for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. So you just see, you just see Lucky Charms instead of a ribeye. I mean, these are all globalists. Everyone acts like the Republicans are the party of big business, the party of corporate fascism. No, that's Kel, Kel, right there, old Gary there. He's a leftist who now wants you, either wants you eating their lab-grown meat as they shut down the number one producer of meat in America tried to in the state of New York right now. And every, my thing is, again, go to federalism. Let the leftists shut down all the meat in their, their states. Go ahead, idiots. Go right ahead. Get your lab-grown meat. It's probably full of sterilizing agents and everything else in it. 
and all kinds of chemicals. Go right ahead. Go ahead and eat your lab-grown meat. And, eat, and if you don't have any lab-grown meat, you can eat Lucky Charms for dinner. Even though that Lucky Charms is General Mills. So Kellogg's is what? Frosted Flakes. There you go. So you have Frosted Flakes for dinner or your lab-grown meat. Let all the left, let, let all of Illinois have that. All of New York, California, Oregon, Washington, you can have all that. And those of you that live in these leftist states, you ain't going to turn them around. It ain't going to happen. There's too many leftists there. Get out. Get out. Let, make them lose their congressional seats. We'll gather more congressional seats in Florida, in Texas, in Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Missouri, Kansas, uh, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. We'll gather more seats. Uh, what do you call it? They tried to, what was it? They tried to make part of, is uh, it Washington or Oregon? Can't remember which. They tried to annex, annex themselves into Idaho. Oh, yeah. Do that. Keep trying. You know, the people don't like it. What's, how, how much success have you had? Yeah, not much. You need to get out. I'm telling you. All right, that's cabal food going on to cabal lawlessness now. I just had to show you this video. Now, I want you to know this. This is a guy by the name of Eli Mastal. Dan Bongino played this on a show, which gave me the idea for it. Benny Johnson video, though, the panic is setting in. You have this Eli Mistal here who's very much into Twinkies. It's like Alvin Bragg. <laughs> but he's talking about this, the SCOTUS is corrupt here. And I'm just going to let him talk, and I'm going to show you that everything that he's saying that we are, he is. Play it for me. Then the appeals court gives a bulletproof ruling, as Dahlia says, and they still decide to take it up. What it says is that they are cor corrupted political actors who act in bad faith. The reason why people like Mark and people like Dahlia seem to have a crystal ball is because they're real, because they're realists, and they understand the court for what it is. And at some point, people in the media, people at home, and people sitting in the White House have to stop pretending that the Supreme Court is some kind of benign, trying-to-do-its-best institution and start to realize that there are six Republicans, not conservatives, Republicans on the Supreme Court who view it as their job to help the Republican Party. And until we do something about that, until we take away that power, until we draw the line on them there, they will continue to do this. They will help Trump. They will take away abortion rights. They will end affirmative action. They will liberalize gun rights. They will do all of it until we stop them. And somebody, somebody needs to start listening in the higher echelons of the Democratic Party. That's good. All right, so there you go. Now, what Eli or Ellie or Mistal, whatever his name is, what he is talking about, let's, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's put it in his court. Let's put the ball in his court, shall we? So if you're saying that the Supreme Court is 6-3, which is not it's really 5-4 because John Roberts is a cuck boy, but... <laughs> Say that, let's just, I got to use his own verbiage. So he says the Supreme Court 6-3 us, and they are not conservatives. They're Republicans. Well, Republicans are supposed to always be conservatives. But anyway, so he says until, and they are, leg, they are legislating from the bench. They are political, political operatives. So would he say the same thing about Letitia James then? No. Letitia James is a political operative, and she's the chief law enforcement officer of the state of New York. Would, she, would he say the same thing about Fannie Willis? Would he say the same thing about Nathan Wade, who are political operatives who are prosecuting somebody, who are prosecuting only their political opponents? Would he say the same thing about Alvin Bragg? Would he say the same thing about these various state uh, officials that are removing Donald Trump off the ballot? 
Do you have people? He, he says the, the SCOTUS is supposed to be a non-biased court, presents themselves as a non-biased court. So does Fannie Willis. Will you, will you say that about Fannie Willis then? Ellie Mistal, who eats way too many Twinkies? <laughs> will you say that? Because that's you are getting, if that was the case in the Supreme Court, then you are getting your just desserts. Enjoy it. This is what you want. You want political activism from the bench. Is Tanya, will you say this, Eli, Ellie, Mistal, will you say that about Tanya Shutkin in the, in the D.C. Circuit? Will you say that about her? Will you say it about Judge Engeron, who's legislating from the bench? No, only when it goes against you. But just so you know, that's what's always going to happen. If you lose that, if you lose legislating from the bench, then you will be legislated too from other benches. Sometimes in your favor, sometimes sometimes not. But now you you have to take to take a, uh, a statement, a very unpopular statement from Sidney Powell, although she was 100% correct, just was never allowed to present the evidence. You've released the Kraken. Go ahead. You wanted legislation from the bench. You backed it with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. You backed it with Engeron. You backed it with Shutkin. You backed it with Letitia James. You backed it with Alvin Bragg. You backed it. You backed it with Larry Krasner. You've backed it with George Gascon and Kem Fox. You have backed this system of legislating from the bench and only prosecuting your political opponents. Enjoy it, Ellie Mistal. Enjoy it. Everything they say is the mirror truth. Understand that. And the mirror truth is the opposite. Everything they say, you know, he says, this has to be an unbiased court. Well, you know what? That's not what he wants. What he actually wants are biased courts that work in his favor. He just doesn't like it when he deems a court is biased that's not working in his favor. All right, next one. I have to show you this. It's pretty much a landmark deal here. Riley Gaines' video. Absolutely incredible. I'm going to read this. Just so you have to know what's going on in this video. Otherwise, it makes no sense. At the European Pool Championships, female player Kim O'Brien, which you can obviously tell which one's male and female in this video. Kim O'Brien for, forfeited the woman's final where she was set to play a male player. So she's in the woman's final against a man. In the European pool championships, she forfeited. I am happily, Riley Gaines, I am happily paying her prize money she lost out on. Stop playing their game. More of this. She's exactly right. Play for me. That's what's ha- that's what has to happen. All the do-gooder parents out there, you think that you're a loving person and compassionate person when you let your little girls play with boys. You let them up. I'm talking about organized sports. You let them play with boys. And they get run over, the multiple injuries. And you, I mean, the girl with a facial fracture from getting spiked from a male volleyball player in the face. Oh, but look how compassionate you are. Look how loving you are, right? You just wait till it lands on you because it's coming. And wait till your daughter gets to get an athletic scholarship because eventually what's going to happen, like there's like the, the greatest, uh, she plays for Iowa, I don't know her name, like the greatest women's collegiate basketball player of all time is playing right now. Her home ticket sales are $5,000 right now for Iowa. 
I'm not kidding. Five grand to get into a college basketball game. Wow. She's that huge. She's huge. I forgot her name. I don't pay much attention. But she is. She's great. Okay. She couldn't remotely compete with a Division II male college basketball player. She couldn't remotely compete with a Division III male college basketball player. Oh, Tom, you're a chauvinist pig. You're, you're xenophobic. No, I'm not any of those things. That's a fact. Anybody remember the video we showed of the SWAT team competition in Europe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to break. Gonna, Aaron, I'm going to have you edit that down, and we're going to we're gonna come up with a little, like, 60-second deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to have you do that. If you think of it, do it. <laughs> Just edit that thing down. Because, listen, it's not about men are better than women or women are better than men. Neither is better. There is no respect of persons with God, Romans 2.11. Everybody's got a lane. If I wanted somebody to lift this desk right now, I got my wife to my left, I got Will to my right, I'm picking Will. <laughs> it's Will's lane. Now, I will, I mean, I don't know, you know, Will's, Will's a good friend of mine, but I, if I had to pick um, who to sell my house, it ain't gonna be Will, it'd be my wife. She's better probably than he is at it. Maybe Will's thinking, well, I'm great at selling. He might be. I don't know. But I'm just saying that's who I think. It doesn't, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I, and the same thing with neurosurgery. And we might be great, great women neurosurgeons. Fantastic. No problem at all. But I'm just telling you that everybody has to make a stand with these things. We're going to have to have trans-free leagues and be called racist and homophobes and xenophobes. Transphobes. We have to do it. We have to have our parallel economy. You're going to have to do it. Or you will be leveraged out of everything. Your own daughters will be leveraged out of everything. Eventually, every collegiate sport will no longer have like the great Aaron Stephen fighter, Iowa basketball player. I mean, it's all over the news. All you gotta do is put Iowa basketball player on Twitter or any social media form so I can, don't sound like an idiot, but any more than I already do. But you will be le eventually be leveraged out of your own sports because every collegiate sport and every, every collegiate female sport Every professional female sport will end up being dominated by men pretending to be women. Hit it, Aaron. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. There yep. it is. Thank yep. you. Caitlin Clark, like the greatest women's basketball player of all time uh, at the college level. Greatest all time so far. $5,000 a seat to go see her play tonight or tomorrow, whatever it is. But she, she will no longer have – she won't get a scholarship. WNBA will be gone. I mean, I, I can't believe that people on the left can't see this. Eventually, if you are trying to keep your multi-million dollar job as a women's college basketball coach, and you're starting to get beat by men pretending to be women, what are you going to end up recruiting? I'll leave it at that. Let's go. Oh, let's do, let's do Midas. My one and only sponsor right here, Midas Gold Group. Why do I love Midas Gold Group? Number one, because they have the guts to sponsor me. Number two, because they're a MAGA-owned company, a veteran-owned company, not a conservative company, not a Republican company, an America-first MAGA company. They believe what you and I believe. They know the election was stolen in 2020. These are legitimate MAGA people who run this company. It's like, like Patriot Mobile. Real, real MAGA people. Those are the people we need to do business with. Lots of gold outfits. Maybe some of them MAGA. I don't know, but I do know because I talked to Midas. They are a MAGA company. All of us need to be backstopping everything with gold. I've told you this for months. I've got the money in my account now. I am buying thousands of dollars worth of gold this month. Well, now it's almost, well, next month will be March. So early March, I'll be buying the gold. From Midas. Why Midas? 
Everything that they deal with, all the gold they deal with is physical gold. It, whether it's you have in an IRA or whether it's gold that you just buy that you don't want an IRA, it's gold in your hands, in your safe, or wherever you want it to be. It's in your hands. It's the first question that I asked them. And when you have the BRICS movement trying to de-dollarize the globe, devalue the USD, you have got to backstop your finances with gold. I'm doing it. Much as I got my food, much as I got my bullets, much as I got my guns, much as I got my water, I've got my gold. And when you buy it from Midas, tell them that the TLP sent you. All right, let's go to the next thing. Bill Malugin tweet. Here it is. Okay, we're moving to the border. New ICE in Boston arrested. Here we go. I told you we can, we can devote we can devote programs, 90 minutes to vaccines, 90 minutes to lawlessness, 90 minutes to the open border, 90 minutes to trans crimes. We can do all that. Same thing here. We are now becoming the new Europe, the new European Union, which is overrun with crime. Overrun with crime, mainly Muslim crime. Tom, there you go, xenophobic again. Nope. Is it a fact? Is the rape rate at the highest it's ever been in Sweden by far? Yes. Who's committing the crimes? Muslim men. Sorry. Sorry. It's the way that it is. Illegals in Sweden are committing those rapes. Sorry. That's a fact. I don't care. I'll take, I'll take the bullet. Go ahead and call me the racist. I'm as far from a racist as you could possibly imagine. But go ahead and call me that. It has to do with what's true. Adolf Hitler was white. Right? Benito Mussolini, white. No, those are all facts, right? Am I, am I denigrating white people by stating fact? Absolutely not. Mao Zedong, who ushered in the butchering of about 500 million of his own people, about 70, 80% of them female, that the Democrats all love, butchering their own females in the womb that they're allegedly the... Uh, Spokesmen for they're they're spokesmen they're the they're, they're, they're they are those that stand up for women but they love to slaughter them in the womb long before they're born as women but allegedly they're the compassionate ones for women so it's not racist none of this has to do with race and this is has to do with your migration status it's got nothing to do with race if this guy was as white as if this was a a French immigrant I would be I'd be a white French male, illegal immigrant, illegal invader. I would be, I'd still be doing this story. I'd still be talking about this. All right, new, ICE in Boston arrested a Guatemalan illegal alien convicted of sexually assaulting a child under the age of 14. Isn't that fantastic? Which, just so everybody knows, and you'll hear the idiots like the Newsoms of the world and the various leftards who have never been victimized by an illegal immigrant. They'll always say, well, you know, the... The uh, crime rate amongst American citizens is higher than the crime rate amongst illegals. Oh, really? How do you know that? <laughs> How would you know that based on FBI UCR statistics, based on what? Because illegals don't, don't report their crimes. How would you know that, Tom? Because I was a cop for 25 years. The, the illegals living in now luxury condominiums, but at the time it wasn't so good back when I was a cop. I retired in 2017, 1992-2017. Wherever they lived, they didn't report crimes. Number one, they couldn't speak English. They couldn't report them to the cops anyway. But even when they did, it would be for the worst of the worst. So you don't know whether you don't know what the crime rate is amongst illegals because illegals don't report crimes in their own communities a lot of the times because they don't want to get what? Can anybody guess? Deported. Deported. <laughs> so they, the people who say that, fine, you know, they're totally wrong. But fine, this crime would never have occurred if it wasn't for Joe Biden. 
Lincoln Riley would be alive right now if it wasn't for Joe Biden. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. They can talk about crime rates amongst Americans versus crime rates amongst illegals, which is totally bogus anyway. They can say that all they want, but these crimes still would never happen if it wasn't for a left hard. If it wasn't for, if we didn't have 15,000 people illegally, I guess I've changed it from 12 because the latest I've heard, it's now 15. If we didn't have 15,000 uh, 15, illegal border invaders illegally crossing our border every day, Donald Trump, 8,000 per month, Joe Biden, 15,000 per day, these crimes wouldn't be happening. You wouldn't have a 14-year-old girl who is a, under 14. Who knows how old, now, see, how, just so you know how stats, uh, statutes work. Sex crime statutes have to do with age. So this girl could have been four. They, if they do like state of Florida, they go 12 and up, uh, 12 and down. They may go 14 and down in Boston. So this girl could be four years old. Who knows? Of sexually assaulting a child under the age of 14, who they say was released from custody without notice by the Gloucester something district court after they ignored ICE detainer request. So ICE, ICE sent in a detainer request to this, I don't even want to keep trying, this district court, Gloucester, Gloucester. Probably Chester, think? probably Gloucester. Probably Gloucester, but there's no H in there. I know. But, so ICE sends a detainer for this child rapist, and they release him anyway, because I'm sure Gloucester district is a sanctuary district. By the way, so was Athens, Georgia. And some of you have seen the videos, just don't have time to get to it tonight, of the mayor of Athens, Georgia, who declared, who's now backtracking, he says uh, he declared Athens, Georgia to be, Athens, Georgia was the home of the University of Georgia, of course, and that's where, of course, that's where Kamala Harris was going to be going and paying for, for those students to go register voters under their work studies program. Because all these, all these universities are just leftist hubs and left, leftist indoctrination centers. But Athens, Georgia's mayor declared Athens, Georgia to be a sanctuary city where Lake and Riley was murdered, bludgeoned to death to the place where she was not a recognizable human being. That's how bad her skull was crushed by this man. Jeez. It's fact. That's absolute fact. Oh, the crime rate uh, amongst American citizens is higher than the uh, crime rate amongst illegals. Uh, how do you know that? I don't. But I just want to pontificate. I want, I want to sound like this and sound like I'm smart. You're an idiot. You're a left hard idiot who has no street experience whatsoever. Doesn't matter even if that was the case. Lake and Riley would be alive if it wasn't for Joe Biden. This girl would not be a sex crime victim for the rest of her life if it wasn't for Joe Biden. These alleged uh, women's advocates, they love women. They want to be able to slaughter women in the womb, 20 million per year worldwide, want to slaughter them in the womb. 500,000 per year in the United States, slaughter them in the womb. That's way more than that because New York and California don't, don't report their abortions. Number one, number two state abortion, abortion states. They, they're, they're, they're such advocates for women, right? Advocate for a woman. You're an advocate for a woman? Oh, you let her rapist in the country. We are, we are paying NGOs to facilitate, you and I are paying NGOs via our taxpayer dollars to the Democratic Party to facilitate our rapists into the country that will rape our mothers, our daughters, and our sisters, and our nieces, and anybody, any other female name you want to name. We're paying for it. This little girl would not have been raped if it wasn't for Joe Biden. Simple as that. 
ICE says he was convicted of sexual assault in January. Oh, and was ordered to register as a sex offender, but the local jurisdiction still refused to honor ICE detainer and release the child sex predator back, back, back into the community. Okay, does everybody get this? This guy was a convicted sex offender. Convicted. See what it says? ICE says he was convicted of the sexual assault in January and was ordered to register as a sex offender, but the local jurisdiction still refused to honor ICE's detainer and release a sex predator back into the community. This individual represented a dire threat to the residents. Go to the next one, Will. Of Massachusetts, said ERO Boston Field Office Director Todd M. Lyons. Unlawfully present, uh, convicted sex offenders should not be given the opportunity to reoffend. The victim of his crimes deserves better from our justice system. The men and women of the ER Boston will continue to protect the communities from such threats. So ICE, in that case, did their jobs. They put out a detainer. They can't raid the jail. They can't raid the jail. They put out a detainer. And whatever it is, what's the county called again, Aaron? Flip to go back to the other one. Gloucester. What is it? Is it Gloucester? Yes. Yeah, there's no G. There's no. Put, it, put the previous slide back up. Will. No, no. Previous slide. Come on. You can do it. There we go. Right there. Gloucester. So whatever. I just want to be accurate when I'm talking about this stuff. So Gloucester receives an ice detainer and releases the guy anyway, and he goes and reoffends. Amazing. Where's Kamala Harris? The borders are. Where's Joe Biden? Where's Alejandro Mayorkas? Where is he? Who says the border's closed? So now we have another sex crime victim because of the Democratic Party and the Biden administration. Fantastic job. Everybody who voted for Joe Biden, which I know I'm preaching to the, preaching to the choir. None of you did. All right, in wokeness video, more from the border. Breaking illegals. Get this now. Garen, can you side by side so you get a pre, like a preliminary picture while I'm talking. Can you do it? There you go. These are illegals right here. <laughs> it's very rare that I'm ever speechless. Uh, yeah. It's just like when I was trying to talk about Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, I got actually confounded in my own mind because I was thinking, <laughs> why, wh why is it a big deal when she actually uh, hired Nathan Wade? Right. As far as when, well, actually when they started dating, because how can you, regardless of whether your relationship began before um, or after she worked for him, she still funneled 700000 to him. Yeah. So why does it really matter? But anyway, I digress. These are all illegals protesting in Seattle. Illegals demanding more free housing. This is the state of our country. <laughs> oh, my God. There, 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 are, there is actually the Seattle City Commission is actually sitting, Seattle City Council, is actually sitting here listening to these people. That's the status of our country. There's not a soul in this room who's legal. They can all be deported right now. Joe Biden says, you got to give me the power. What, what power? Okay, so every, when Joe Biden says things like that, the answer to that statement is, okay, I was a cop for 25 years, like I told you. So every time I go to make a battery arrest, I've got to have the power. Give me the power. Ridiculous. I, so I have to call for the power? No, the power is given to me via statute, right? Is that yep. right? Yep. It makes sense, Aaron? Yep. All right, it makes sense. I don't have to call the sheriff. I was sheriff's deputy right here where I'm sitting, Sarasota County, Florida, 25 years. I don't call the sheriff and say, Sheriff, will you give me your power? I've been deputized. <laughs> Could you so imagine? I have the sheriff's power. <laughs> Can I have the power, please? Do I, I don't call the president of the United States. I don't call Ron DeSantis. Can I have the power, please? No. I have the power. 
the crime, the statutes in the books. They're here illegally. They can be deported for no reason at all. By the way, that that is even erroneous what I just said. The reason is you're illegal. You're deported. That's right. So here they are at the city council meeting in Seattle demanding more housing. This is a fact. It's going on in America. Play for me, Will. Seattle City Council disrupted as asylum seekers and their supporters once again pleaded for support. Council President Sarah Nelson saying there are limited resources here. I don't really want to participate in in the, a conversation that should be had with uh, county leaders, state leaders, federal leaders. Council ultimately took a break from the meeting in the middle of chants from protesters yelling on behalf of the refugees. At one point, Council Member Kathy Moore requested that SPD take action. The request that we have police response. Uh, our physical safety is being threatened by the actions of the demonstrators outside banging on the windows. Eventually, arrests were made. It's the second time in two months that the group from Latin America has called upon Seattle leaders to fund their temporary housing. Refugees have been living in different area hotels, most recently this one in Kent. That stay was funded by Seattle taxpayers. Hennessy's from Venezuela said she knows this protest wasn't the most correct thing to do, but they've got kids. They feel pressured to act for them. And they're- Oh, the, the illegal. The, the illegal says, you know what? Our unlawful protest where people ended up being arrested, and Aaron just said they were arrested all right for public disturbance, but not deported. <laughs> Released back out, again, back into the public after committing crimes, which is automatic deportation. By the way, it's automatic deportation if you're here legally and you commit a crime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're here illegally. You don't need a reason. You're here already committing a crime. Bye-bye. <laughs> and what's really funny, I can't, I can't, I can't avoid discussing <laughs> the narratives here, okay? And, and I've got this picture here for a reason, and then I want to discuss. So you have this Seattle City Council who voted to defund the police. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they voted to defund the police and are asking for the police to take action to save them. (laughs) Leftards, Krasensteins, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, you are leftard idiots. (laughs) Leftardy, you voted to defund the police and then say, police, save us, we feel threatened. (laughs) And then, of course, if you believe in illegal immigration, you believe in masking. Yep. Because it's all one narrative, and it's all one agenda with many tactics. The one agenda leverage you into one world commerce system, controlled by them. And you're like, Tom, no, I, I was a masking Republican. Uh, well, what you are is a masking cuck. Yeah. You had no balls. You're like, you know, you're like, Tom, I've repented of that. Okay, great. Welcome back. I've had times in my life where I had no balls either, okay? I've done cowardly things. You just need to admit it. Yeah. Confess it before the Lord. If you're a pastor or a preacher, confess it before your congregation. Sorry I ever shut down the church. Sorry I forced you to wear a mask. Sorry I made you stand, uh, sit in COVID clumps. Sorry I put out alcohol gel stations. Sorry I made you stand six feet apart. Sorry I put stickers all over the floor that say maintenance social distancing. <laughs> Sorry I decided to play pretend like the globalist leftards do. But this is a 99.9% survival virus. And I'm going to pretend that it's, that it's 99.9% non-survival virus. I say all that because it's all the same agenda. If you love to abort children, you're a mask wearer. That's a sign of allegiance. Look at them all. It's, it's January. I mean, it's February at this time, 28th 
of 2020 freaking four. Four years into 15 days to flatten the curve, and they're still wearing masks. I told you. Yep. Like Joe Biden, the racist that he is, said to a black audience, going to put you back in chains. They're going to put you back in masks. That's what they want to do. Now, I know 865 people that are watching right now, we ain't ever going to put them on. I'm just saying that's what they're going to try to do. I just, I just can't, I cannot, I cannot uh, avoid, I can't resist speaking about the narratives that I see in these left-hard videos. You have illegals at a city council meeting demanding more housing. And then one comes on and says, I know this wasn't a very righteous uh, protest that we had, but you know what? Our kids need it. You're here illegally. Get out. Tom, that's not very compassionate. Lawlessness is not very compassionate. The 14-year-old rape victim, that's not very compassionate. 107,000 Americans per year dying of fentanyl overdoses pouring across the southern border. That's not compassionate. The child sex trafficking and 85,000, really 160,000 missing kids at the border, 170,000 missing kids at the border. That's not compassionate. Children being sex trafficked across the border, being raped every day of their life from now until they're 18, 19, 20, until they can escape, if they ever escape. That's not compassionate. Don't tell me about your compassion, AOC. Don't tell me about your compassion. You'll slaughter the same kid you don't want in the cage in the womb. I have to show you this video. This is kind of a great, it's a good confounding video from Jesse Waters. This goes back to the Kate Steinle case. It's just a 22-year-old nursing student, Lakeland Riley, Jesse Waters, was murdered in Georgia last week. The suspect is illegal Venezuelan, but the media doesn't want you to know that. Play it for me. Almost 10 years ago, a criminal illegal alien shot to death a beautiful young American girl on the streets of San Francisco. The O'Reilly factor sent me to a board of supervisors hearing to confront the politicians who had blood on their hands. I'd like to address your dangerous sanctuary city policies. I'd like to show you a picture here. This is Kate Steinle. She was murdered by an illegal alien who had been deported five times and over six felony convictions. But for some reason, the city of San Francisco let this guy out. You guys aren't even looking. Look at the picture. You afraid? You guys don't have anything to say? Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Nothing has changed. Lake and Riley, a 22-year-old nursing student, was murdered in Georgia last week. Blunt force trauma to the head. The suspect, Jose Antonio Ibarra, is an illegal alien from Venezuela who broke into our country two years ago. This is what the White House said at the time. I want to ask you about the border. Would you call the border secure? The border is secure. We're going to have 2 million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Catch and release is in security. Now, FBI sources even say Jose assaulted a federal agent when he was caught. But the Biden administration released him into the country anyway. They bought him a ticket. Sent him here to New York, where Mayor Eric Adams gave him a free hotel room and culturally appropriate meals. Uber Eats hired him to deliver food, so Jerry Nadler was happy. But then he was arrested in New York for endangering a child. He walked out of jail without getting deported because we're a sanctuary city. Alvin Bragg brags about it. Jose headed south to Athens, Georgia, 
where he met up with his brother Diego, and they both were arrested for shoplifting. But once again, Athens is a sanctuary city, so no one was deported. And a few months later, Jose murders Lake and Riley. See, and they just hate you. You saw that. I just had to show that to you because, again, I just can't miss the illustrations in these videos. Jesse Waters there was talking about, um, I just forgot her name, but okay, what was it? Oh, uh, Kate. Oh, um, man, I hate that. I, had it, I said it right before the, I got Lake and Riley now stuck in my head. So, um, Kate Steinley. Yeah, Is there that you right? go. Kate yep. Steinley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, no disrespect to her whatsoever. Another just tragic case, an illegal immigrant killed her also. And he's trying to talk to the San Francisco City Council. And they, won't, they, they just all look down. They're all acting like they got you know something they're typing on their iPad and doing this stuff. Yeah. They're refusing to even look at it. He's saying, will you not look at her picture? They hate us. These people hate us. Left-hearts hate even other left-hearts. Yeah. They, they're such miserable human beings. They hate us. I don't want to keep talking about the border because I've, I've, I've talked about it enough, but I just had to show you the Kate Steinle uh, video because it just illustrates how much they hate it. They don't even pay attention. They won't even look at Jesse Waters. Just simply asking a question. We won't look at her picture. We won't say that we're really sorry this happened. Nothing. All right, on, onward from this. So I just, just real brief on the, uh, on Ukraine. Not much, you know, there's lots of stuff actually happening with Ukraine, but it's just, well, it doesn't pop up on the radar right now because of all the other stuff that's going on with the border mainly. But I just had to show you this, and I've, show, I've actually shown at least a, a video similar to this before, and I'm just going to show it. To you. Actually, guys, you can just play it side by side whenever you can. So Radio Geneva video. Why, you ever wonder why it is that we have to fight the wars in Europe? <laughs> this, is, this is the Swedish army. Wow. <laughs> this is the Swedish army. I mean. I'm terrified. Why, why is it that we have to send the Marine Corps? Because this is the <laughs> Swedish army. Why, why is it that we have to send $200 billion to Ukraine? Why is it that Donald Trump was all over NATO because they refused? They were like, we're giving 2% of our GDP. Look at this. I mean, <laughs> we're giving 2% two, 2 of our GDP to NATO or 2% to our military, one of the two, to, to, to secure these countries. We, if it wasn't for us, Sweden is speaking German. Oh, yeah. And if it wasn't for us, it would have then transitioned to Russian. And then it would have transitioned to Chinese. Yeah. We defend these people. This is who we're, that's who we're, this, that's who we're defending right there, that guy. <laughs> these, look at these people. That's who we have to defend. They don't do it. it they, they, they're all talking like, if you, don't, if you don't stop Putin in Ukraine, and again, all Putin wants out of Ukraine, he doesn't even want all of Ukraine. He wants uh, Donetsk and Luskansk. That's all that he wants, the two breakout provinces. That's all that he wants. The two Russian-speaking breakout provinces that are routinely harassed by the Ossoff Nazi battalion. That is financed by Voldemort, Mr. Democrat, or Mr. Democracy, Zelensky. Yeah. But these are, this is why we have to, we, we, this is why we have to defend Europe. <laughs> we have to defend Europe from Russia. Why don't they do it themselves? They have just as many people as we do when you're talking about the European Union. They have just as many because this is their armies. That guy right there, that's their armies. <laughs> There's their army right here. That's their army. That's the Swedish army. Look at that. I mean, those are those are guys going to storm the beaches of Normandy. Wow. No. So pathetic. It's just pathetic. Much of left, and of course they're just espousing left hard narratives with their rainbow coalition going on. All right, vaccines. Gotta, I'm finally going to. I'm already. I'm one minute to. Overtime. I'm going into overtime. Overtime, baby.
<laughs> overtime, 878. If you want me to go in overtime, let me know. I'm looking at the chat. Send them to me. So just I'm watching. I'm going to start in overtime. It's not overtime officially yet. Okay, we got, yeah, Will's asking. So <laughs> I was about to read Will. I'm like, Will's here. So, all right. So let me do some vaccine stuff. Vigilant Fox video. Largest vaccines, Del Big Tree. Largest vaccine study ever reveals what the, you and me, the 878 that are watching right now and me, what the conspiracy theorists said all along. Play it for me. Just a week or two ago, we're seeing commercials for vaccines now, and guess what you're hearing? May cause injury at the end of the commercial because there's no such thing as a perfectly safe product. And now, based on headlines that came out this week, the misinformation that myocarditis, periocarditis, blood clots, and strokes could be increased by vaccines, well, here's the headline. Daily Mail, largest COVID vaccine study ever, finds shots are linked to small, increased risk of neurological, blood, and heart disorders, but they're still extremely rare. Remember how, look at how hard they work at that. Small and extremely rare in the same sentence. This is the New York Post. COVID vaccines linked to slight increases in heart, brain, blood disorders, study shows. Slight, small. Rare. Well, how rare? How small? How was the study done? What are we talking about? Well, the Daily Mail puts out a graph, so this is what they consider small. That to have a almost four times, 400% increased risk of swelling the brain and spinal cord. That's just from the first dose of Moderna. I guess four times the risk is a small risk. Blood clots from AstraZeneca, 3.23 times not a 20% risk, a 320% risk increase of blood clots. Guillain-Barre syndrome, which could lead to paralysis, 2.49 times with the AstraZeneca. Myocarditis from Pfizer in the first dose, 2.7 times. Myocarditis from Moderna, 3.48 times. Periocarditis, 1.7 times, just with one dose of Moderna. Myocarditis from Pfizer in the second dose, 2.8 Oh, here's a really small one. Myocarditis from the second shot of Moderna, six times the risk of myocarditis in your child that had zero risk from dying of COVID, but a six times risk of swelling their heart, which will permanently damage them forever. Another small one. Look at this. AstraZeneca, only six to almost seven times the amount of pericarditis if you got that vaccine and the third dose if you didn't, compared to if you didn't get it at all. Myocarditis, Pfizer, third dose, two times. Periocarditis, Moderna, fourth dose, 2.6 times. Myocarditis from the third dose, two times. And they're not even talking about cancer, which we've been reporting on. But how about this? You're like, well, I mean, only six times the amount of myocarditis. But if you add that six times to the two or three times for uh, myocarditis, and what about the blood clots and stroke? And that's, I mean, what happens? They're not just six by themselves. They all stack up. What are we, like 20 times, 20 times the amount of risk for getting totally jacked up by this vaccine? And they're only just starting the list. And I trust me, the scientists did everything they could to make this as conservative as they possibly could. Because no one wants to be responsible for, God forbid, saying we need to recall a vaccine. Do not worry. I have all the numbers right here. So here, these are the facts. This is the absolute facts now. Indisputable, like I always say. Indisputable, irrefutable facts. So here they are. I know you just said them, but just in case you missed it, let me blow through this quickly. 
Moderna, first dose of Moderna, which is fascism. Because because Moderna is jointly owned and jointly operated by the federal government. They shell patents, shell share researchers. That is fascism, the merging of corporatism, corporatism and government. That's fascism. It has nothing to do with race. That's fascism. Yes, fascists can also be racist, but that's not what fascism is. It is the merging of corporatism and government, which is the embodiment of the NIH and its partnership with Moderna. You have the very people in the NIH that are coming up with the, with the very, there's many components and many patented components of every vaccination. They are coming up with that and then using your taxpayer dollars to come up with their various vaccines and then personally profiting off the patents. That's fascism. Then coming up and supporting, mandating the vaccines they create with the vaccines they create, which also personally profits them. All under the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, NIAID, Anthony Fauci. So they make the vaccines, they profit off of them by mandating them. That's that is the essence of fascism. You have a private company. I know this is redundant. You have a private company making billions off of a vaccine that they are in a joint venture with the government in and then telling the government to mandate the vaccine they personally profit off of. Which just happens to cause the following. Moderna first dose, swelling of the brain and spinal cord. That's kind of a problem. Would everybody agree it's kind of a problem? Yeah. Screenshot this right now. Boop and send it to a liberal friend. This is absolute now proven fact. This is the, quote, largest vaccine study. How many people were studied? Anybody know? 99 million. Oh, my gosh. 99 million people were vaccinated. I mean, were wow. studied in this study. Largest vaccine study ever. So, please, you know what? All, you know, just, uh, you know, all the, all the leftists like to spew their, you know, their statistical uh, data that's actually completely and totally wrong. Go ahead and try to dispute this. Moderna first dose, swelling of the brain and spinal cord, kind of a big deal, almost four times the risk, not 4% higher, four times the risk. You are four times more likely after a first dose of Moderna to have your brain swell or your spinal cord swell. That's great. Myocarditis, myocarditis, you're 3.5 times more likely to have myocarditis. 1.74 times more likely to have pericarditis and six times more likely to have on the second shot, second shot of Moderna, you're six times more likely to have myocarditis. So using the example Del Bigtree used, a child who has a 0%, uh, uh, Will, how old's your daughter? 11. 11-year-old girl who has a 0% chance of ever having myocarditis as a child, ever takes the second dose of Moderna or the first on the second dose of Moderna, she is now six times more likely to get myocarditis. She went from 0% chance to six times more likely getting. And on the first shot, she's still four times more likely to get myocarditis. So she goes from 0% to four to six times more likely to get it. AstraZeneca, blood clots, 
three times the risk of blood clots. So you go from zero risk to three times the risk. <laughs> Crazy. Or from whatever risk it was in your age category, whatever, to three, whatever your age category was. If you had a 5% chance in your age category of getting blood clots, uh, you now have a 15% chance of getting blood clots. That's absolute fact. Where do I get this from? All the vaccinated people that were studied in the study. The 99 minutes right here. It's 99 million people were studied in this. Get, uh, Gillian uh, Barr, uh, I can never get that right. Gillian Barr syndrome or Bar Gillian Barr syndrome, whatever it is. I always want to say Beret. I'm, I don't know why. Yeah. I think that's right. Gillian Beret. Gian. Gian Beret. Gian Beret. Yeah, Gian Beret. Natalie here at the church. She's corrected me a couple times on it. She's a, a nurse here at the church, RN at the church. So don't worry, which is facial paralysis, if I got that right. You're only 2.5 times more likely to get it if you've gotten the AstraZeneca shot. Uh, six, oh, seven times more likely if you've got AstraZeneca of getting pericarditis. Uh, myocarditis, about three times more likely. Myocarditis in the second dose, about three times more likely. Myocarditis on the third dose, two times more likely. Here's Moderna now, fascism inside the United States of America. Moderna, further doses beyond the first. Myocarditis is already illustrated six times more likely. Pericarditis, 2.6 times more likely to happen. Myocarditis from the third dose, two times increased in recent. Now remember now, they're saying only two times. That's two times on top of your six times more likely. So now you're eight times more likely upon your third dose of getting myocarditis. Those are absolute facts. There's no arguing. This is a peer-reviewed study. It's over. We were right. They were wrong. Reminds me of when Scott Adams, God bless him for doing it. Scott Adams came out and did a video, remember? He came out and said, you know what? Everybody on the unvaccinated side, you have proven us wrong. You are on the right side of this argument. You don't have to live with the things we have to live with. I don't, I don't have to worry about myocarditis or my brain swelling or my spinal cord swelling. I don't have to worry about it. Because I didn't inject myself and make my body a facilitator, an engine of S-spike protein production that causes blood clots and, hi and hyperinflammation. I.e. swelling of the brain, hyperinflammation. Let's go to the next one. Camus video, Dr. Peter Marks, they hate you. Who's Dr. Peter Marks? Somebody who hates you from the FDA Food and Drug Administration, which is yet to approve this drug, by the way. <laughs> Still four years <laughs> later. Everybody know that? I mean, just so everybody knows, they've yet to approve the drug. Wow. Oh, no, Joe Biden said it was approved. No, it's not approved. They, they, the entire military has been injected with a non of that in, in your military contract. It says you have to be, you have to be injected with an FDA approved drug. Moderna has not been approved. Pfizer has not been approved. The Pfizer drug that's been injected into our military is not approved. The only one that is approved has never been injected into an American outside of a vaccine trial. That's it. Comernity, it is the only one, that is the only approved drug. It's never been injected into a military man or woman. It's never been injected into an American, except if they were in the Comernity vaccine trial, which they weren't because where does that come from? That comes from BioNTech, which is Pfizer BioNTech, out of Germany. Our FDA drug was made in Germany. Our FDA approved drug was made in Germany and no Americans have ever been injected with it. It's still not approved. Amazing. And, and by the way, are any of these drugs approved? <laughs> any, any of the, uh, 
Second, third doses, are they approved? Any of the boosters, are they approved? Are they FDA approved that they're giving the military? And they're still refusing to give military men and women to refuse the vaccination, get their jobs back. So Dr. Peter Marks from the FDA, this is what he says. Now remember all those numbers, keep those numbers in your mind. Keep those numbers in your mind that I just gave you. He says, I don't know what a turbo cancer is. That's what he says from the FDA. We have not detected any increase in cancers with the COVID-19 vaccine. He says, bold-faced freaking lie. And I'll show you why in just a second. That's what he says. That's the FDA. Here's the hearing. Play for me. Mark, can you clarify once again for the American people, do the COVID vaccines cause turbo cancers? I'm a hematologist, oncology oncologist that's board certified. I don't know what a turbo cancer is. It was a term that was used first in a paper uh, in mouse experiments describing an inflammatory response. There are, there, we have not detected any increase in cancers uh, with the COVID-19 vaccines. Thank you, and I, and I, I thank you for, for correcting but, the record. May, may I just add something here? I do need to apologize to the thousand or so parents of children who are under four years of age, who have died of COVID-19, who were unvaccinated, um, because there were deaths and are continuing to be deaths in children, and that is the reason why they need to get vaccinated. Thank you. Everything that guy just said is a bold-faced lie. And before I go on my latest rage, I just have to. Uh, there's some. There's just some great names on here. First of all, name of the night, of course, is Salty McGroin. <laughs> On the chat. Love the McGroins. I know you guys from Bongino. I listen to Bongino every day of my life, along with uh, Steve Bannon. Every day of my life. But I listen to every single damn Bongino show that comes out on, on his podcast. And then winking, winky, nod, nod. I mean, <laughs> I love their names. A lot of them I can't say, oh, why not me? Why not man? I think it is. Yeah. Some, some of them I can't really read. Uh, you know, make, you know, it's hard. Some of them are just like, like, you know, like the GR8T1AU. I love you, man. I love you. I do. I love you. Big time. But I can't really start for me to say your name. Aaron might get him. I got, I, there's one that's Pops McGroin. That Pops McGroin. Anything with McGroin. Yeah. I think the original was holding my groin. Yeah. I think that was my, the original on, on the Bon Gino. All right, let me get back to raging here. I want to be happy. So everything that Dr. Peter Mark says that kids are continuing to die of COVID. Bullface lie. Where are the bodies? Yeah. Transgenocide. Where are the bodies? Oh, the, the emergency rooms are, back in 2020, the emergency rooms are being overrun, we're overrun. Where are the bodies? Oh, the time they had the refrigerator trucks empty. Army Corps of Engineer Hospitals, $660 million worth of Army, Army Engineer Hospitals built in the major metropolitan hubs of America. Most saw zero patients, including two of them in New York saw zero patients, but they're being overrun. And he says that kids are continuing to die of COVID. Said the same thing when Dr. Phil... Fronted up the ladies on The View, if you want to call them ladies. I like to call them something else. <laughs> demons. Yeah, the demons, but I even, even something else beyond yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, vaccine, yeah. Vaccine pimps and whores. Yeah. On, on The View, he fronted them up, and they said, well, the reason why the schools were shut down, causing irreparable damage outside of Jesus, irreparable damage to these kids, um, well, they were trying to save lives because kids were dying. Kid, no kids are dying. Yeah. They have yet, I'm telling you, believe that this is absolutely true. You won't find it. Where is it? Name one in your community. Name one healthy child died of COVID. Ever. Go ahead. Name him. Go ahead. Find it. You won't find it. It's, it's not there. They have yet to find a healthy child that's died of COVID-19 on the globe. On the globe. Yep. You know why that is? Because Axe Force, Leonidas, Stanford study, 
the bastion of right-wing conservatism, Stanford, California, Stanford University, for a kid zero to 19 years of age, it is a 99.997% survival virus. So 99.997% of the time, they survive a post-infection COVID. Period. That's it. Never need to be vaccinated. Never need to close the schools. Never need to shut down traffic. Never stand, never shut down international travel. Never need to stand six feet apart. Never need a lockdown. Never need a quarantine. If you did, you were a fool during that time of your life. Unless you've repented, you're still a fool. Still a fool. This guy's never allegedly heard of turbo cancers. We'll show that in just a second. By the way, cancer rates are through the roof. Why is that? Because the, all of the uh, vaccinated people have SV40 in their body now. SV40 is what suppresses your cancer suppression system, your cancer immunity. Right. Syrian virus. No, it's something else. Simeon. Simeon, Simeon, Simeon. virus. Yep. Got it written here. Died suddenly video. Here's Fauci. <laughs> this is classic. Please remember now, Fauci immediately went to try and ban this drug, the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Remember? Yeah, the Johnson Johnson available, Moderna available, and Pfizer available inside the United States. Maybe AstraZeneca, but I mainly remember that for being overseas. But Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson Johnson were all available, and they immediately, Anthony Fauci, went to ban the Johnson and Johnson vaccination. Right after he said this, play it for me. I would definitely take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. My name is Dr. Anthony Fauci, and I'm the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and the chief medical advisor to President Biden. And I'm going to answer questions about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. This is a vaccine that works and it only requires one dose. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine uses a particular what we call vaccine platform and you inject it into the body. The body sees that protein, makes it a good immune response against the entire virus. The COVID vaccine doesn't give you COVID because it's not the virus, it's just one protein from the virus that induces your body to make a good response against the whole virus. It's not a good response, and he immediately banned that vaccination <laughs> after he publicly advocated for it. Oops. <laughs> so why would you ever, it's just like Nancy Pelosi, you have to pass the bill before you read the bill. Remember that? You have to pass it before you read it? Yeah. So you have to advocate for a vaccination that you don't know whether it's safe or not, but I need to advocate for it first. And then he immediately bans it. And he says, of course, you don't get sick with COVID-19 because all it is, you're being injected with a, a piece of the protein of the virus. No. It's a gene therapeutic. It's a gene-altering mRNA vaccination. You're not injected with a little piece. You are injected with, with S-spike protein, but actually your genes are being manipulated into producing S-spike protein. Hence the blood clots. Get this now. ML, ML Monty video. We are all effed anyway is the title of it. <laughs> Play it for me. Thank you, Senator Johnson. Uh, very much appreciate you giving us this audience. Uh, many in this audience ha have been subjected to uh, you know, years of censorship on this topic. Uh, what I want to talk to you today is about the DNA contamination that our team at Medicinal Genomics discovered in the mRNA vaccines. We're specifically speaking about Pfizer and Moderna in this case. Um, this work has been replicated by many labs around the world, uh, and now the FDA, the EMA, and even Health Canada uh, have admitted to this. Uh, the regulatory agents have admitted that Pfizer also omitted 
the SV40 sequences that are in their vaccine. Um, they've deemed this contamination to be of little consequence, claiming the DNA is of too little concentration to matter or to be containing DNA of no functional consequence. These statements are false and are not supported by any independent testing by these regulators. After the regulators have admitted to being deceived, they ask the opinion of the party that deceived them how bad was the deception. They shockingly believe the answer they were given, uh, which is that these sequences have no relevance to plasmid manufacturing. As someone who has worked on the Human Genome Project manufacturing millions of plasmids, I can assure you that this is an overt lie. DNA contamination can lead to insertional mutagenesis. This is actually declared in Moderna's own patents regarding mRNA vaccines. This is U.S. patent 10,898,574. This is also supported by LIM et al., which speaks to the rate of spontaneous integration in the genome during transfection. We are using transfection, after all, with LNPs. The SV40 DNA is, in fact, functional. It is published as a potent gene therapy tool in a nuclear targeting sequence, as described by David Dean et al. The SV40 promoter DNA is also known to bind to the tumor suppressor gene known as P53. This is described by Draymond et al. So the, the SV40 simian virus actually binds to your tumor suppression system in your body. Pfizer omitted. Oh, dude. Pfizer omitted to the FDA. Remember the FDA idiot? What was his name? Uh, yeah, my, 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 here it is. Peter Marks. Pfizer omitted to the FDA, omitted to the NIH, omitted to NIAID, whatever, omitted to the CDC that they had included the SV40 virus in their vaccines. In other words, they hid the very fact yeah. that they put in. Why would you ever put in a vi- Explain to me, why would you ever put in a sterilizing agent in a vaccine? That's not right now. I'm just, oh, there probably isn't there. Oh, everybody who's taking, there are sterilizing agents yeah. in there because sperm counts are way down, birth rates are way down in every highly vaccinated country, including the United States. But I digress. Why would you ever put a sterilizing agent in a polio vaccine? Oh, but because you want to lower the population. You are the carbon they want to get rid of. There's many different avenues to get rid of you. That's one of them. But anyway, so Pfizer omitted from their vaccine trial data that they turned into... FDA, CDC, and NIH omitted it, the very fact that they included SV40 sequences in the vaccine. They left it out. Crazy. And then the FDA, see what it say to the government, FDA, CDC, NIH, goes to the people they, that deceived them and asks them, how much did you deceive us? That's exactly what happened, everybody. Just so you know. And then all of them marched out and said that it was safe and effective. You're like, Tom, why do you get so fired up? I hate freaking lying. Yeah. yeah. And dead, I hate people that kill other people. You can call me a racist all you want. With me, or xenophobe, transphobe, call me whatever you want, but everybody with me lives. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everybody lives. I want them deported, but I want them alive. The same people that allegedly want to keep you in the country, they want to kill you. Or they'll kill you in the womb, or in the birth canal, or just after you get born, 28 days after you're born in the state of California, you can still be killed. So the people who are deceived... Go to the deceivers and ask them, how much did you deceive us? And then advocated for the vaccine that was built, that was created by the deceivers. I mean, can you imagine? And, and then the FDA went to, you remember, remember the lawsuit? With the vaccine trial data from Pfizer, vaccine trial data, where they 
omitted the very fact that they included SV40, a simian virus that suppresses your ability to fight off tumors. They included that in the vaccine. Didn't tell any of the regulators that. That's kind of the problem when you're the FDA and you receive almost half of your income from the people you regulate. Right. Fascism. And then the FDA gets sued to release the vaccine developmental data. Remember, they wanted to get, Pfizer wanted to keep their vaccine developmental data classified for 75 years. Why would that be? And all the, that alone right there, in and of itself, for anybody who's vaccinated, that should, that, should, that should make alarm bells go off in your mind. Yeah. That should make you immediately repent. Well, if it's so great, anything that I do great, I'm going to be honest with you. This might be carnal, <laughs> but anything that I do great, I kind of want somebody to know. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, I yeah. think Foundation Church is great. I think yeah. it's a great church. Yeah. I want people to know about it. I got nothing to hide. That's right. I want people, I think Aaron's a great worship leader. I think these guys do a great job on the podcast. I don't mean anything to hide. Will does a great job. Great job, Will. I'm not trying to hide him. If you, if you, if you, how can you as a left hard or even a right winger that took this vaccination, how can you feel good about it when the very people that created it are trying to hide the data on it? Right. Yep. They're trying to hide their vaccine developmental data for 75 years. How can you feel good about that? That right there for me, because I am not a rudderless ship. When Donald Trump's wrong, I say that he's wrong. Because I'm not, a, I'm not, it, when masks, I don't wear masks because they're stupid to wear and they do absolutely nothing. I won't wear them. Yeah. I wouldn't wear it because if, if Donald Trump, if Donald Trump was wearing a mask, I still wore, refuse to wear it. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to wear it just because Trump wears it. I'm not going to do something just because Republicans are doing it. But Democrats and leftards, whatever the left is doing, all the leftards do it. Regardless of cognitive thought. That's right. Reg- regardless of, of reasonableness. regardless of whether it makes sense or not. So Pfizer omits this data that they included SV40 in their vaccinations. Pfizer then gets sued by, I can't remember who, but gets sued by, you know, Americans trying to not take the vaccination. Gets sued to release their vaccine developmental data. Who sued, who was, who was suing or who were the representatives for Pfizer? The FDA. Remember? Peter Marks, I don't know what turbo cancer is. Of course he doesn't know what turbo cancer is because he refuses to know what turbo cancer is. In America, in the age age cohort of 25 to 44, our excess death rate is 32%. And this idiot doesn't know anything about it? These are the the experts. Remember, Remember my whole theme from coming in from last week? These are the people. These are the experts. These are the people that tell you what to do. And most Christians did what they were told to do. Most conservatives did what people, Peter Marsh, he's a doctor. He's a left hard. He's a leftist before he's a doctor. Here's another one. Vigilant Fox video. You can't hide the dead bodies. One of my absolute heroes, Edward Dowd. Play it for me. Excess deaths. Um, we wrote methodolo- methodology papers on how we calculate them. We th- three different methods. We prefer the second method. Uh, these can be compared to the actuarial tables from the insurance industry, which saw similar excess death in their group life policy. So these excess deaths are undeniable. What is going on currently is certain governments are now changing how they calculate these numbers. The uh, ONS just announced a change to the calculation methodology for their excess death number, which reduces, obviously, the excess deaths because they like that result better. Um, we suspected that might happen, so that's why we wrote our methodology papers and published them in, in September of uh, 2022. And uh, 
the actuarial tables that the insurance companies use haven't changed. So excess deaths are continuing. The insurance companies are seeing the same excess mortality, especially in the, in the working age population. So these deaths are undeniable. This is, you can't, you can't hide the dead bodies, unfortunately. And when these large concern, uh, insurance conglomerates, they meet together at the board meetings, they all sit around and they go, we don't know what's causing it. <laughs> Listen, I mean, if you look at the various age cohorts, basically in America, you've got a 20 to 35% increase in excess deaths. That's an increase. And it's, it's kind, of a, 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 kind of a double statement when you say that, an increase in excess deaths. You have a 30% increase in death. That's what we have in the United States going on right now. And the insurance companies are all complaining about it. They're complaining about it. And they're raising their rates to cover it. And everybody knows what it is. It's like somebody farts in a room. Everybody knows somebody <laughs> farted. It stinks. Everybody acts like it wasn't them. But everybody knows that the cause of the smell is somebody's rear end in the room. But nobody will admit it. That's what they're doing in these insurance meetings. I'm going to show you this one more time. This is it's one minute, 54 seconds long. Vigilant Fox uh, video. No lives were saved. Play it for me. These are the deaths that happened in Malaysia. It's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased, but look, this is where the pandemic was declared, and this is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same thing happened in nine other countries. Here's Australia. New Zealand. The Philippines. Singapore, Thailand. After studying over a dozen countries in the Southern Hemisphere, the scientists concluded that after 13 and a half billion COVID vaccines that were given out worldwide, 17 million people lost their lives from vaccines alone. That's the facts. 17 million people, extra people. It's like in the United States, the girl wouldn't have been raped. Kate Steinle would be alive, Lake and Riley would be alive if it wasn't for Joe Biden. All of these people, 17 million people would be alive if it wasn't for Joe Biden, the globalist left. And even Donald Trump for operators in warp speed. I love Trump, vote for Trump. He blew it. He listened to these people. He, he believed people like Peter Marks and Anthony Fauci. He believes them. They're all leftist liars who want to lower the Earth's population using vaccines, Bill Gates' TED Talk. So these are the facts right here. This is, this is indisputable. There's no, there's no disputing this. This comes from Australia. Look at that. No access deaths. Look at, look at their death rate. 15, 16, 17, 18. Look at 2020. It's actually down. It's considerably down from 17. They had less death in 2020. The epicenter, the epicenter of the virus. We're being overrun, remember? They, where? How? Well, they weren't crying that they were overrun in 19. Well, they had more deaths in 19 than 20. Same amount of deaths in 18 as 20. More deaths in 17 than 20. Same amount of deaths in 16 as 20. Same amount of deaths, slightly more in 15 than 20. But we're being overrun here because it's all a lie. There was no pandemic. There was a virus, but there was no pandemic. It's all a lie. And they could have even pulled it off without a virus. Everybody would believe it. Because remember, was there even a COVID-19 virus? You can we prove that it was? How would you actually know there was anybody, an expert to look at a microscope? Personally, I do believe there was a COVID-19 virus because it was lab-made. And there have been many yeah. researchers like R.W. Malone, Ryan Cole and everything. I'm just saying theoretically, I believe there was a virus. I'm yeah. just saying. They could have pulled it off without a virus. 
and just told everybody, because remember how the flu disappeared? 38 million cases down to 1,200? Yeah. Then we just spin the flu and oh, pandemic because there was. I mean, listen, this is the same. These 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 uh, graphs like this right here, they're the same in every country. The people that will actually release their data, they won't release the data in the United States. CDC's hiding it all. There were no, there was no excess tests in 2020. How dare you say that, Tom? People die. People die every year. 1.2 million Americans die every year, and there was no more Americans died in 2020 than the usual 1.2 million. Actually, we our death rate went down. And then I'm guessing, because I'm using this off of other countries, I'm guessing it went down because in the age cohort, cohort of children where accidental deaths will tell you that gun deaths the number one cause of childhood death in America's bold-faced freaking lie. No matter what John Stewart says, he's an idiot. Kids were kept inside so they didn't die of drowning anymore. They didn't get run over by cars. So they, they actually, deaths went down. Because they're all locked up. And they aren't going to catch or transmit COVID anyway. But there was no excess deaths until when? Very strange. Every freaking graph is the same. 2020, look at 2021. Excess deaths, 2021, 2022, continuing in 2023. There you go. These are the absolute facts. Last, let me show you this last thing. Bears report graph. So remember, Dr. Peter Marks, I don't know what turbo cancer is. Well, let's look here. <laughs> Various reported deaths by vaccine type, 1988-2021. Wow. There's all the other ones. Okay, just so everybody knows. Every vaccine in history is on the left. And the COVID-19, every vaccine death recorded, basically, since 1988, is on the left. Yeah. And, and, and just so everybody knows, so Aaron, make sure I get my math right. Mill, yep. Will, make sure I get my math right. 1988, so that's 20 years to eight, to eight, 30 years to 18, so basically 35 years ago, right? Yeah. Is yep. that right? 36, yeah. 36 years ago. Yep. So 36 years ago, it took 36 years to get all the deaths on the left. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it took two and a half years that we're in. So 21, 23, well, 21, 22, 23, three years in. Yeah, and that says to 2021. That's not even counting. Oh, yeah. So I, oh, yeah, wait. That, yeah, right. Exactly. It's not even counting 22 and 23. Yeah. That's one year. So that's worse than it actually One year yeah. of deaths. Yeah. Wow. That's where we're at. And, and if you notice, excess death rates are not going down. Who's saying that? Society of actuaries. Insurance companies are saying in their board meetings, they're releasing their statistical data and raising their prices based on the excess death rates without publicly admitting they know what the cause is. Right. Because they do know. And- Peter Marks doesn't know about turbo cancers. Why is everybody dying? Not just turbo cancer, it's myocarditis, blood clots, brain swelling, and every other malady that we've named. There you go. These are the facts. They're indisputable. All right, 34 minutes in overtime. We're getting into record category here tonight. <laughs> all right, love you all. Be back here Saturday night, 1030, also on the Christian Television Network. For the McGroins, it's every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. If you guys can be on, love you guys. Love Ian Bongino, too. Love Dan Bongino. Big, huge fan of that guy. Awesome job. He's a real player. He's a real warrior. Love him. Everybody watch him, too. Watch Steve Bannon. These are the true, these are the people on the front lines. And we all need to be on the front lines. Love you all. God bless you. See you Saturday night.
enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.